Welcome to the Finding True Health podcast, episode number 38. The way that diet culture and our society as a whole really talk about weight and body size makes it sound like we all have complete control over the size of our body. They teach that if we just work hard enough, if we just want it badly enough, then we can basically choose whatever dress size we want to be, whatever goal weight we want to set. And then if we work hard enough, we can achieve that and we can stay at that size forever and still live a healthy lifestyle. But how much control do we actually have over our weight and our body size? What are the factors affecting weight that we can control and what are the ones that we cannot control? Well, that is exactly what we're going to be talking about in this episode today. First, I have a really small favor to ask. If you have gotten any value out of this podcast, I would love it if you could share it with a friend who you think might benefit from it as well. I know that a lot of the podcasts I listen to right now and have really blessed my life, um, some of them have even really changed my life were recommended to me by friends, and I'm so grateful to those friends for introducing me to those podcasts. My mission, my personal mission, is to help as many women as possible ditch diet culture and find true and sustainable health. And if you want to help me on that mission, then recommending the podcast is a pretty easy but really super helpful way to do that. So I would be really, really grateful if you could do that for me. All right, let's dive into this fun topic that we have today. Let's go. Are you ready to be done with diets? Done trying to mold your body to fit unrealistic beauty standards? Do you want to create a healthy lifestyle simply to feel better and have more energy each day? Do you want to finally find food freedom? Hey, I'm Jenna, a registered dietitian nutritionist. Not long ago, I was an overwhelmed mom and struggled to make myself a priority. I hated my body and wondered how I could stop beating myself up every time I looked in the mirror. I also felt frustrated about my health and wished I could get myself to exercise consistently, eat more vegetables, eat less sugar, you know, actually do the things I knew could improve my mood and energy levels. But I kept telling myself I didn't have enough time or motivation or willpower or, well, you get the idea. But with some help from God, I was able to turn my health and life around. And I want to help you do the same. In this podcast, you'll find trustworthy nutrition information, critical mindset shifts, and actionable advice so you can feel better, fill your life with sustainable, healthy behaviors, and be confident in your own skin, no matter your size. So if you're ready to make peace with chocolate, but love your salad too, this is the podcast for you. Hello, friend. This is a topic that I really like talking about because I find that when women hear this information that I'm going to be sharing, a lot of times they're like, okay, yes, that makes sense because I've been doing all the things and my body hasn't been changing. And it kind of takes a little bit of the guilt and the pressure off of them. You know, these messages that diet culture spends literally billions of dollars trying to convince people that uh, their body size is, well, number one, a problem, and number two, completely in their hands, and that they're some sort of failure if they're not able to shrink their bodies. Diet culture tells us that if we have a larger body, then we must be doing something wrong, and we just aren't trying hard enough, we're just not disciplined enough, don't have enough willpower, yada, yada, yada. And I just disagree. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Now, I'm not saying that our lifestyle and our, cho our choices don't matter or don't have any effect on our body size. 
Absolutely they do. And for some people, weight loss would improve their health. For some people, changing their lifestyle does result in permanent weight loss, but not for everyone. In fact, for some people, losing weight would actually harm their health. And for some people, permanent weight loss doesn't come even after improving their lifestyle. I'm pretty confident that if I had a different lifestyle, then I would be in a much bigger body. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. From like a moral standpoint, I would be just as worthy and lovable and would not be any more inferior or superior to anybody else in any other size body if I were bigger. But it probably wouldn't be the healthiest for me just because I know with having a healthy lifestyle that this is the size that my body wants to be. And my body is not super small. Now, it's not to say that I might not gain weight someday and and get bigger. I don't know what the future holds. I might get a medical condition that's out of my control. Um, Just with aging, we know that metabolism tends to slow. The body generally, generally likes to store a little extra fat through the aging process. And on the other hand, someday I might be in a smaller body. I've been working on my habits for a while. I've been trying to feed myself more regularly and my body might decide that it feels safe to let go of some of the extra weight that I have. Who knows? But I, I know I don't have control over that. I do have control over my lifestyle. There again, if my body does decide to shrink, I'm not going to be any more worthy or wonderful as a person as I am right now. I'm not going to be any more superior to anybody else or to my previous bigger self. It's all irrelevant. And again, so much of that is out of my control. I can do what I can do lifestyle-wise, and my body just takes care of the rest. I just know that I'm not going to manipulate my body and do unhealthy, unsustainable things to try and shrink it. I guarantee I could shrink my body to be smaller. I know a hundred ways to do that, but none of those ways are sustainable. None of them bring me real health, and I know my body would fight right back. And it would be a lot less healthy if I did those things. So anyway, I'm not saying that lifestyle doesn't matter. It does affect your body size and it absolutely affects your health. And that is what I'm most concerned about. That's what is most important to me is your health and my health. So let's dive in though. Let's talk about what those lifestyle factors are that we can control that also do affect our health. A lot of these you're probably going to know. Of course, what you put into your body, what you eat, what you drink, uh, whether you smoke or take drugs, any like medications, uh, some of them will affect your body size. We know many medications affect weight. And of course, that is within your control, whether you're going to take those or not. But sometimes that's not necessarily within your control, whether you need those or not. And so we'll talk a little bit about that when we get into the factors that are out of our control. Another factor affecting our weight is how we move our body, both intentional, like higher intensity movements, like maybe working out, getting your heart rate up, getting sweaty, um, working your muscles, doing strength training, but also more low intensity, just how much you're moving throughout the day. If you're sitting most of the day or if you're up and about and moving, those affect the size of your body. Also your habits and routines. So that includes the habits and routines around what you eat and how you move, but also other habits like your sleep habits, hydration, stress management. A lot of those things play an effect in your body size. Another thing that you do have some control over that affects your weight is some aspects of your environment and your circumstances. 
So what types of food are you keeping in the house? What snacks do you keep in your office? Uh, Who you're married to, who you hang out with. These things in our environment have a big role, play a big role in the types of habits and routines and lifestyle that we live. Another thing that plays a factor in our weight is some of our thoughts and emotions. Many of our thoughts are subconscious or just kind of automatic, but we do have control over many of our thoughts as well. And it's often those thoughts that lead to our emotions. So in a way, we also have some control over our emotions and those emotions lead to our actions many, many times. It leads to actually what we do. So controlling our thoughts to provide more useful emotions, which bring more useful actions, can be within our control. We have to be more intentional about our thoughts sometimes. And then a final thing is our reaction to our circumstances and thoughts and emotions. So we don't have complete control over every circumstance in our life. And like I mentioned, every thought and every emotion, some of those are more automatic. We do have some control over some of those things, but not all. But we do have control over how we react to those things. So do we turn to food for comfort or when we're bored or when we're angry? Uh, How do we we react to potentially stressful situations like when our kids are fighting or when something goes wrong at work? Our reaction to these things in our environment can affect our weight if we are using food or using unhealthy uh, coping techniques to deal with them. Then that's going to affect our body size. So those are kind of, I know each of those things entails a lot of little things within it, but those are basically the things that are within our control that affect our body size, what we put into our body, how we move it, our habits and routines, some aspects of our environment and circumstances, our thoughts and emotions, some of them, and then our reaction to our circumstances and thoughts and emotions. Those are all going to play a role in the size of our body. Now let's talk about the factors that affect our weight that are not within our direct control. First of all, our genetic makeup. Our genes have a big, big say in the size of our body, just like they have a big say in how tall we are, in our shoe size, our hair color, our eye color. You know, not all bodies are meant to look alike. We're meant to have variety. We're meant, some of us are meant to just be smaller and some of us are meant to be bigger. And that's a beautiful thing. Variety is wonderful. It would be boring if we all looked the same. And I think people like, they understand, okay, yeah, some people are just short and some people are tall. And we don't tell the short people that they have to do everything they can to get taller. We just accept that that's the size, the height that their body wants to be. But we just can't seem to grasp that with weight and body size. Some people do just have bigger frames, bigger bones. Their body just naturally holds extra fat, uh, more or less fat than somebody else. There's something called epigenetics. This is the modification of, of gene expression. So an example of this is studies have found that what and specifically how much your mom ate when, you, when she was pregnant with you can have an effect on your gene expression. So how the genes you naturally have are actually expressed in life. So for for example, they did a study on women who were experiencing a famine while they were pregnant. And they found that the offspring of those women tended to hang on to weight a lot easier. 
And so they suspect it's because while the babies were in the womb and the mother wasn't getting enough to eat, then the baby's bodies recognized, okay, we're going to be entering the world in a famine. And so we need to be more efficient at storing fat. We need to maybe slow, have a slower metabolism, find ways to survive in this environment that doesn't have enough food for us. So it's really interesting because it's the same thing that happens if your mom is dieting, perhaps not getting enough food intake for whatever reason. Maybe it's dieting. Maybe it is food insecurity that can have an effect on how readily your body stores fat. And I don't want anybody to go blame their moms if their moms dieted while they were pregnant with them. In fact, something that really is frustrating is that a lot of women who are in larger bodies and are pregnant are often told to try not to gain too much weight or, you know, still really watch their calories. And they're probably a lot of times encouraged to basically diet while being pregnant. So anyway, but things like that, that's not in your control, how your genes actually express themselves. There's so many things that affect that. Uh, your fam- This kind of goes along with the genetic makeup, but your family history has a huge influence. Generally, a lot of times if your siblings or uncles or aunts um, tend to be in larger bodies, then you will as well. There's a big correlation between body size and family history. Another factor affecting weight that you cannot control that we kind of touched on is just your natural weight and body size or body shape. Some people store more fat in their hips. Some people store more fat in their stomach. Some people gain weight a lot faster and easier than others. Just that natural shape and size that your body tends towards is not within your control. Your metabolism. Now, there are things that you can do that do affect your metabolism. We know dieting oftentimes will result in damaged metabolisms. Uh, Having more muscle on your body tends to increase your metabolism. There are certain things within our control that do affect metabolism, but Overall, we cannot tell our bodies what kind of a metabolism to have. We do not have direct control over that. And we know that that plays a factor in body size. Another factor is just your natural physical activity patterns. Some people tend to be a little more fidgety and just kind of move a lot throughout the day naturally. Others are a little more calm and don't move as much. And that can affect calories burned and has a small effect on your body size. Also, your appetite hormones. These include cortisol, insulin, ghrelin, dopamine, aldosterone. These hormones, again, some things that we do can affect them. For example, getting enough sleep will often make it so you don't have as much cortisol, which often leads to hunger. So there are lifestyle and habit choices that we can make that affect these hormones, but we don't have control over them. We can't tell our body, okay, give me less cortisol. Okay, now increase my ghrelin or decrease my ghrelin so I'm not as hungry or um, these are all out of our control but they have an effect on our our body size. There are other weight influencing hormones for example during our menstrual cycle for women uh, during perimenopause and menopause we get all sorts of hormones going on that we don't have have control over that can affect our appetite and our weight as well. And I touched on before things that we that are within our control are some of our thoughts and emotions, but things that are not in our control that can affect our weight are, again, some of our thoughts and our emotions. A lot of our thoughts are just ingrained, maybe from childhood even, uh, just so deep in our subconscious, we don't even realize they're there. A lot of limiting, limiting beliefs, fears, anxieties, 
maybe messages you got as a child or from somewhere in your life that are affecting how you view yourself, how you treat yourself, what you put into your body. Many of these aren't in our control. There are also lots of weight-influencing medical conditions that are not within our direct control. We have hypothyroidism, depression, Cushing syndrome, PCOS. Those medical conditions are known to increase body size. And there are certain things you can do. There are certain medications, but as with like depression, many medications taken for depression also cause weight gain. And that's my next point is medication side effects. We can't often control these medical issues in our body. And then if we need to take medicine to help treat them and help us have a normal and healthy as possible lifestyle, that might lead to weight gain as a side effect of that medication. Another thing is some of the aspects of our environment and circumstances. I can't necessarily control everything that my husband brings into the house food-wise. There are some things in your environment that certainly are within your control, but others that are not. Another factor affecting weight that is not within your control is aging. As I mentioned, as we age, our bodies tend to store more fat. This is probably a protective mechanism and probably something that is actually helpful for our bodies, but something that so many women fight and fear as a result of aging. We can't control all the messages in media and society. Some of them we can help control. We can help influence them for sure. But so many messages out there influence how we perceive our own body, and this can affect how we treat it. We can't control other people's thoughts and opinions. A lot of times people go on a diet or do things in an effort to shrink their body to try and influence how others think about or talk about them or even how they treat them. And we just simply don't have control over other people, and nor should we try to control how other people think about or talk about or view us. I've heard a quote often that I like is, what other people think about me is none of my business. It doesn't usually do us much good to worry about other people's opinions. So those are some factors that affect our body size that are not within our control. And again, those are kind of broad categories. There's a lot of little nuances in there that kind of go within each of those categories. I actually have a list of over 100 factors that break some of those categories down a bit and show how nuanced and complex this can really get. And I'm not going to read all 100 factors, but I want to read through just a few to give you a little taste of if we break some of those general, some of those broader categories down, kind of what it looks like. These are specific factors affecting weight, and some of them are going to be in our control, some are not, some might be both, depending on the situation. So I'll just read few of, through a few of these. Our education level, our media consumption, exposure to food advertisements, social acceptability of fatness, peer pressure, family stress, self-esteem, perceived lack of time, purchasing power, food exposure, food availability, pressure on the food industry for growth and profitability, our portion sizes, the pressure to market attractive food offerings, the palatability of food offerings, demand for convenience, force of habits, level of physical education, our social environment, our perceived safety of our environment, the level of access to opportunities for physical activity, responsiveness to food environment, the degree of political promotion of consumption. There are also various loops that we each get stuck in that affects our body size. And again, I'm not going to get into specifics here and dive deep into these loops, but these loops are called the transport loop, the medical fix loop, the education loop, parental control loop, 
convenience loop, stress loop, grazing loop, habit loop, and food production loop. You can see this is not a cut and dry thing. (laughs) There are so many factors that go into somebody's body size. And this is really one of the main reasons I don't like focusing on weight. I'm not opposed to weight loss. And as I mentioned, I do think that some people's bodies will choose to drop weight once they incorporate healthy lifestyle changes. Some people's bodies are going to choose to gain weight. Some will stay the same. But my point is why focus on something that we cannot ultimately directly control? And how can we possibly know the weight that our body is most comfortable at, the weight that it wants to be given a healthy lifestyle and given all these factors that go into deciding what that weight is? I like to think of my body as a separate person, kind of like my husband. I can influence and even try to manipulate my husband to try and get him to do what I want, but ultimately he's in control of his life, and a lot of times if I try to manipulate him, then that's going to come back to bite me. And that's the same thing with my body. I can do things to try and manipulate it to be a size that I want it to be, to look a certain way, but it's going to fight back a lot of times, and ultimately it's in control of its size. I'm not in direct control of its size. Now, just one final thing I want to touch on before wrapping up here is I hear people complain that once we talk about or know these factors, these factors that affect our weight that we can't control, then people might use that as an excuse. I hear people say, if we don't feel like a personal responsibility to our body size, then we'll just live an unhealthy lifestyle and then we'll blame that poor health or our body size or whatever on our genetics or our family history or those things that were out of our control. Now, does this happen? Sure. I'm sure there are people that could have healthier lifestyles and as a result are in a bigger body and blame just their genetics and kind of use that as a reason to not focus on getting healthier. But that's just, again, another reason that I always encourage people to focus on things that can influence their health, not their body size, because then we can't use that as an excuse. If we truly are trying to be as healthy as possible and working on our healthy habits and behaviors, then then weight is irrelevant. We're not going to use those factors that are out of our control as an excuse not to get healthy. Also, whether somebody is making up an excuse or not is kind of subjective and not even something we can really prove, right? Really only that person can know the truth. So for example, someone might say, I'm really just too tired to exercise. So that might just be an excuse for not working out, or it might also be a legitimate reason to take a break and to give their body some rest. So my point is judging somebody and saying, well, you're just saying that as an excuse really is none of our business. We don't know that. They're the only one that knows if they're using it as an excuse or not. And again, we only have um, control over what we do. So let's just worry about ourselves and how we can improve our own health and not be so judgmental of others and the choices that they make. Because we do not know all the many, many things that they're going through that, again, is affecting their body size. So I hope this was helpful. I hope it allows you to give yourself a little bit of grace if you're frustrated with your body size, think that you should be smaller, people are telling you you should be smaller, There's nothing wrong with you. Bodies come in all shapes and sizes. And if you're really concerned about your weight, then focus on those things that affect weight that you can control and that also lead to being healthy. There are, I guess I should mention, there are other things that we can do to affect our weight that 
lead to terrible health. (laughs) You can do a whole variety of things to shrink your body that are within your control, but are not going to lead to great health. So let's keep that in mind as we continue to work on improving our health and to work on loving and accepting our bodies, no matter their size, even in this world that tells us that that isn't possible. I'm in your corner. You are amazing. You are beautiful and worthy and fantastic just the way you are. Let's go out and treat our bodies well, treat them with love and respect, do what we can to be healthy and allow our bodies to just be the size that they choose to be. All right. Thanks so much for joining me today, friend. I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. I want to personally invite you to join me and the other amazing women in my brand new private Facebook group. It's an awesome community where you can give and get encouragement as you ditch diet culture and work towards improving your health. Click on the link in the show notes to join or go to facebook.com slash groups slash finding true health. I hope to see you there.